1: I have a thing I put exactly in my iPhone. It says, make no plans. <laughs> I, have make, I now schedule make no plans in my, in my calendar because I was overscheduling myself on everything, including like keeping up with friends and personal goals and professional goals. And I, I was like getting, burning the candle at both ends. It was terrible. So now I'm time blocking, make no plans.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to We're Momming today. If you're listening on a smart speaker or website, make sure to find me, Lauren Simonetti on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And don't forget to leave me a review. We're momming today with Audrey Puente. You may know her as a staple on Fox 5 in New York City giving the weather report. But did you know Audrey is a mom of three, an extremely involved mother, woman, mentor, and friend? She's here with some tips on how to connect. For real, with your children, even if you're not home with them as much as you would like to be, because you're at your job. That's true. Yes. You know, you, 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 what an
1: intro. I, I, I want to hang out with myself. <laughs> really I nice. always <laughs> like hanging out with Audrey. I, we, we
0: still do lunch, but I, I do miss our frequent lunches. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, well, now we have kids. So, you know, our time is limited. Yeah, it well, just gets in limited. the way. It does. <laughs> There's not that much space to make anymore.
1: Right. Right. We're doing other things. So you have three. I have three. Right now, they're ages 14, 12, and 9. Girl, okay. boy, girl. That's the order. Um, the 14 year olds, you know, going into the preteen. She's a teenager, actually, officially. My son is angelic. I know. I knew you were going to say that. Her son is her angel. He is. He's, I don't know how I bore this child. He's just, he's the best listener. He does everything like perfectly. Yeah. Not that my other girls aren't great. I love you, girls. It's different with the boy. Yeah. And then my youngest nine, I usually call her my diva. She's this, yeah,
0: she's the one who makes the other two cry and is the bold and fearless one. (laughs) Your teen, your angel, and your diva. Yes. Um, (laughs) That sums them up. We were talking. I was like, Audrey, you just have to come on because I always love talking about real issues with you Mm -hmm. because your perspective, spot on every time. And you said, okay, I'm going to come up with something on, on how I, what I do every day to make sure that I make space for my children and we really communicate. And the first thing you said was breakfast time is family time.
1: Yes. Uh, Well, people often ask me, how do I do it all with the kids and everything? And it's all about staying connected with them, as you just mentioned. So breakfast is my golden like, family time. That is it. Some people I know have family meetings. Someone have their Sunday dinners. Breakfast is it for me? It started when I was doing weather at a at our sister station in New Jersey, and I was doing the night shift, and so I would really only have like really substantial amount of time with my children on the weekends. I would see them in the morning, right before they go to school, but then I was going to work at two o'clock. I was working from two to eleven. And so I wouldn't really see them except on the phone, right? <laughs> or talking to them until the weekends. So I made breakfast like the golden sacred hour for us at that starting then. And even though my work shift has changed since then, I've kept up the the tradition. And what that means is basically no electronics whatsoever. There's no TV, no phones, nothing. Love it. And the phones are taken away the night before. Oh. So, yeah, and they don't get them back until they leave for school.
0: Does your 9-year-old also have a phone? Actually, no. She has she just
1: she's got an iPad for the holidays. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Um, Yeah. So uh, she she wouldn't really bring that to school, and she's not interested in bringing anything to school electronically anyway. It's still like dolls and (laughs) notes and unicorns. (laughs) Thank goodness. Let's hold on to that. So, but the other two, yes, they have phones. So um, they get them back when they about right before they're about to leave for school. So what happens at breakfast time is there's a lot of connection. You know, it's talking. Um I just like recent months I got one of those light boards where you fill in the words with the letters and I have a message of the day in the morning. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, you'll see it on my, I put it on my Instagram often. I put a hashtag light lightbox message. <laughs> and um something empowering like you matter, um smile
0: today. It's fun. You know. Dude, I have to up my mom game right now.
1: Well, <laughs> listen, this is how we all learn, right? It's tips from each other. That's, I didn't know. I, listen, my kids didn't come with a manual. I know about yours. And I didn't, have, I didn't know any of this stuff. I am I'm, I'm rolling with it like everyone else. So at breakfast time, uh, you know, just, things are just discussed, whether it's like what's going on for the day. Um, I have my light box message. And I ask every single kid, what are you excited for today? Yeah, so that's like, awesome. it opens up to, you know, whatever, right? Like, what are they excited for today? And that sparks off more conversation about what it is. Um, like today, a lot of them, most of them said like they were excited to see their friends because we just got off a long holiday break and they hadn't seen anyone. Um, occasionally, I'll get the, you know, nothing. <laughs> like, I'm not excited for anything. And, um, you know, things. So it's good. And, then I, and I share what I'm excited about, right? So that's how we stay connected. So it's not just about them. It's, all, it's about us all together.
0: Do you're, now they're older, so I, I know the answer is yes. But how did you get them to understand that you worked for a reason? You worked that you could provide for them, but also you're good at your job. It, it means something to you.
1: I always remember just instilling in them that I love what I do and it's something fun that I do. While I've, it may be a necessary means as, you know, um, on paper – for things like, you know, earning a living and paying bills and having a lifestyle and things like that. And, but it was always about like, I'm doing what I love, which is what I'm trying to instill in them. Cause that's what my father instilled in me. Find your passion, figure out a way to be paid for it. And you'll never feel like you're going to work. So I, that's what I'm showing them every day by constantly talking about my job with them, what I'm doing for the day, what my assignment is. Cause I also do some reporting. And when I do the reporting, I'll share the story with them online and you know talk more about it. Yeah, so it's really just about showing them, like sharing with them that it's something that I'm just passionate about. And I love what I do. It's really not about like, this is something that mommy has to do, even Got though it, it is kind of something I have to do in a way. I do have to work, right? But
0: <laughs> yeah, but did they resent you, especially in the beginning or before they really understood it? They, yeah, oh, there was mommy, a... I want you to take me to the park.
1: Yes, there was a time period. I would say it was more like in the early elementary years okay. where it was, why do you have to go to work all the time? You know, you want to be there more than you want to be here. Oh. oh, yeah, that hurts, right?
0: I've gotten that.
1: Yeah. And I think we all do. All working moms do. And you, know, but I can guarantee you it will end. Right. It'll, it'll just keep plowing through it. I mean, it, it hurts. I'll, I'll cry sometimes. Like And there are times I do want to be at home. This is just what it is. Right. I feel like I'm really showing. I don't feel much guilt about going to work because I feel like I'm showing them a good example. And that's what I always try to keep in mind. What am I what kind of example am I showing them? And if they think, you know, I always emphasize with no mommy loves you. When you're there, I think of you. Oh, here's one. Um, my oldest one, when she was younger and she shared with me that she was upset that I was leaving to work all the time, we had a bracelet. I gave her a bracelet of mine so that she would know mommy's with you. Like, hey, why don't you wear my bracelet? And then the other one, we got matching bracelets when it happened with her. So was little things. I feel like just, to, again, staying connected, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, I thought of something this morning that I did that I wanted to share with you too. Was the love notes?
0: Love notes. Yes, love notes. <laughs> Do you put them in their lunch boxes? Lunches. Yes, ah. we call them. Lo- I call Janice them. Love Dean notes. does that.
1: Yeah. Oh wait, she has the jokes, right? She's the yeah. joke of the day. I remember seeing that. This is pretty funny. Um, you weather women. Mine are just maybe that's what it is. Mine are just um, words of encouragement. Mostly, it's like, um, like I'll, something I'll acknowledge that they did. I love how you made your bed this morning. That's a very rare note, though. <laughs> they don't make their bed every morning. <laughs> Or, I love the way you make me smile. Um, I love your laugh. Um, I love being your mother. You really impressed me with all your reading last night. Things like that. And, oh, my God, I have to share this one story with you. Can I? Please. So, my daughter, my oldest daughter's kindergarten teacher, about, I think it was like a year or two ago, I ran into her in Tribeca. I'm walking. She stopped me in the street. And I was like, hi, how are you? She since has had two children of her own. And now they're in preschool and kindergarten age, right? And she told me that she always remembered the notes that I put in my daughter's lunchbox because at that age, oh my gosh. you know, they're not really reading, so the the teacher would read the notes to the kids. She goes, "Your notes were always different from all the other mothers." Because, oh, other mothers did this too. Well, not every mother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we need to get you on the on the, on the bandwagon. <laughs> not every well, don't mother. have lunch. They have lunch at school. Oh, right. So the Okay, so now put it in the backpack. That, yes, and or put it on the pillow. It could be at night, right? It could be something they find in the morning under the pillow, things like that. Oh, yeah. There's other ways to do it. Okay. So the teacher said to me, she, said she loved the notes because she said some of the other notes that I don't want to criticize the other mom no, notes, but it. you know it's they were. Fine. Mo- oh, you know, like <laughs> I love you. Have a nice day. You know, like that kind of stuff. And she says, but yours were always like with messages of empowerment. And then she says, now I'm doing them with my children, and I, I was so like, oh my god, that's so amazing. You didn't even realize. No, the
0: effect that you no. had. No,
1: and and the other thing is. Um, I never asked the kids if they read the notes. That's another important thing, because it's because then it becomes an obligation. Like it's more like I'm checking in. It becomes an interrogation type of thing. Something I learned from a a parenting expert a long time ago. (laughs) So, I I was how do you say that? I was confirmed that the notes are being read when each one of my children. This happened with each one of them at some point in their childhood that they left me a note at some point. Like they would, or if I forgot, I didn't put a note in, but mommy, where, you didn't leave a note for me today. And I, in, in a way I was like feeling, oh my God, I leave a note. And then I was like, oh my God, you're reading the notes. Yes.
0: Success. Yes. Amazing.
1: Yes. And in fact, one of my daughter's notes is still on my fridge what that she left say? me. It just says, mommy, I love you so, with all the O's, you know, so much. Love Lola. And Aww. it was on my fridge this morning. And that's why I was like, oh my God, I share that with Lauren. Oh my like,
0: goodness. Yeah. You also shared with me that as you're packing your and their lunches, you explain why certain foods were in the lunchbox.
1: Yes, that and I think I was also telling you about why my lunch. That's what it was. It was your lunch. My lunch, yeah, because I I pack my own lunches for, mm-hmm. w- for work as well as their lunches, and I'm trying to show them or set the example of healthy eating by showing them why I'm eating what I'm eating, what it is, and why I'm eating it. That's what, it, yeah.
0: They, this is uh, a commitment of time and energy because. Kids ask a lot of questions. That's number one. Yes. (laughs) Making lunches could be really annoying. But you're doing notes, lunches, message boards Mm – yeah, but listen, that, Sharing that stories. didn't all come
1: at once. It all came like <laughs> in bit by bit. Like the message board just erupted like, you know, in the last six months.
0: You know, <laughs> Tomorrow morning, it's not going to be breakfast, but right. at dinner, no, tomorrow night, I'm going to be like, okay, here's my message yeah. board. Here are my notes. No, gosh. Well, you know, it can be overwhelming, <laughs> right?
1: Well, we, you know, especially when we're working, like we're, we have all of that to think about. Right? Yeah. And I know, understand it's overwhelming to think about all the kids stuff too, but it's one thing at a time. Like you can write all this stuff down and come to it later.
0: <laughs> How did you get your kids to actually tell you? What they did at school that day. Because I know I struggle and my friends struggle. Mm-hmm. To, like, come on, you had a full day at school. Yes. What did you do?
1: I shifted the question as to what, how was school today Two. to tell me your favorite thing that happened at school today. I've done that. Who did you have lunch with today? Okay,
0: that's, I haven't done that. Yeah.
1: Okay. What did you eat for lunch if they're eating the school I lunch? I asked that one. What? I never get an answer. For. <laughs> um, what did you learn in math class today?
0: Okay. What, pointed what a, questions. Yeah,
1: exactly. What did, what did you do? Like it's specific. Cause the, the, whereas there has to be an answer instead of yes or no, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It can it still be a one word answer. Maybe like, you know, what did you do at gym today? We played soccer. Tell me how you, how was the soccer game? Tell me what position you played. Tell me how you feel about playing, playing soccer. Is it
0: a sport that you enjoy? Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Um a lot of, well, this is true, but how does it make you feel that most every new mom will ask you questions? Hey Audrey, how do you do
1: it? Oh my god, it's so funny. You're like the so, big mom. You're the mommy mentor. Well, it's funny, at my job, like there's a wave of like babies popping out. <laughs> so and I guess I'm one of the you know more um experienced mothers because I have <laughs> older children, so I'm getting a lot of that right now and it's so cute because you know, the first time mommies they're just so worried about everything. And I get I was I was one too. But I'm on I'm on kid number three, and anyone who has three kids knows that by the third one, it's like they're on their own. <laughs> so, so I I welcome the questions. It's great. And yeah. The only thing I feel bad about is that I'm not up to date on all the baby gear. Like, there's so many new technological oh, things. I'm like, oh my! It's it sounds seem. I thought I was overwhelmed 14 years ago when it's when I started. But there's a lot of choices, and I am i have no idea how to advise anyone on any of the new technology.
0: <laughs> one piece of advice that you gave me actually seemed weird at the time, but I get it more now. You said make time for yourself.
1: Mm. Take care of mommy first. Oh, my God. It took me I, – I want to say it took me two kids to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, It has so to important. get bad
0: before it can get good.
1: Right. Yeah, because if I'm – you know, mommy's not good. Nobody's good in the house. I was cranky. I wasn't – you know, things not getting done for myself. Like what? Well, you know, well, priority number one, exercise. It's a must do and when I transformed that routine for myself by making it a priority and that's what I mean by transforming it. Instead of like making it something extra I could do at some point when I can squeeze it and no, it became a priority, it gives me energy. That's really what it's about because like I really got hardcore back into – I worked out all my life but then when I had the first two kids, I slacked off, you know, sleep deprived. You can't get rid of the baby weight. It's frustrating. You give up easily. And by the third kid, I was like, no, this has got to be like a thing for me. So I made it a priority, and I, as a result, I realized how much energy I was getting from it, and that just sort of like, like sucked me in and made me made me almost like addicted now to, to working at it. It's a must do because I realized how important it is for everyone else to me have energy. Mm-hmm.
0: So everyone else is better when you're better.
1: Absolutely. But how
0: did you make working out a priority? Or, or what is your advice to anybody who's trying to make something a priority? How do you right. make it fit?
1: Well, right now, I am. this has been going on for the last year. I wake up before the kids and work out. Oh,
0: okay, uh, nice. Yes. And at I, home?
1: Yes, I do it at home. I quit the gym. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. I, save money, save time. Exactly. Traveling. People would be shocked to know that I don't go to the gym because I work out so often. I talk about it a lot on my social media accounts and things. I actually quit the gym. And I actually... Work out more now than I did when I had the gym because I guess if I felt like the gym was always there, but then I wasn't going and that kind of thing. And now that I had, I didn't have that thing to fall back on. I had to make it a priority. And not only that, but because I'm working out at home and I do a lot of DVDs right now. I'm doing Insanity, which, by the way, if you ever do Insanity, it is truly insane. I'm the, the, too scared to try. Tr- <gasps> you need an oxygen tank just <laughs> for the warm up. <laughs> just for the warm up. But let me tell you something. I did it years ago. It absolutely best at-home workout I've ever done. It absolutely produces results. However, it is very hard. It is not easy. And there's no, like, side person on the side saying this is the easy version.
0: <laughs> I give you so much credit, though, because I've tried to work out at home mm-hmm. and I'm just bad at it. It's easier for me to motivate myself to get it in my car and go to a class. Mm-hmm. Just, there's something about being with other people and being forced to do something mm-hmm. in a in a class environment, I'm so bad at working out on my own. When
1: you you can do what works for you, right? Yeah. I mean, i you know I was addicted to Soul Cycle for a couple of years. My mom was like, I was obsessed, but, and it felt great to actually go there and be like, get out of the apartment and and be amongst other people. And a lot of them were mommies at that time because they all go after the drop off. <laughs> we're all there at 9 a.m. <laughs> so... Um, but again, it, it just what I had to do what worked for me, and that's this is what's working for me now. It's waking up before the kids. My alarm goes off at five forty-five. I bust out the work. It's like a, it's a how do you say? It's an automatic thing. Also, I leave my phone in the bathroom now. It's not by my bed. So when that alarm goes off, I have to, to get, get out, out of out the there, bed. Yeah. I have to get. Out. Thank you, Mel Robbins. The um, five-second rule book. <laughs> have you ever
0: slept in your gym clothes?
1: Because that helps, too. Money. Every night, I sleep in my gym clothes. Every night. I put that on Instagram recently, and so many people are like, oh, my God, I have to start doing that. I have to start doing that. It's a miracle.
0: It's a game changer. I mean, there have been times that I have purposely went to bed, like, dirty. I didn't take, like, a fresh mm-hmm. shower because that would—I'd lose the incentive then to work out the next morning because I was already clean out. i to get dirty again. Where I went to bed dirty in gym clothes and I have still not worked out the next morning. And then I'm just <laughs> mad at myself. It's like, oh, I set it up perfectly. Why didn't that oh just God. happen? George is laughing. <laughs> George likes this conversation. Okay, tell us more, Audrey. What do you got? Um, she's like, she's a human, I don't know. Just oh my gosh, I'm trying to Throw think. anything what? at her.
1: <laughs> well, the working out, again, uh, that's that's huge. Um, the eating, uh, these are all things that give garner energy, which is what we need as working moms. It's, it's insane. You, are you better at your job because you're a mom? Absolutely. I often like have wanted to say out loud to many people, and I guess I'll say it now like, <laughs> you want to hire a mother. You want to, hi- mothers know how to get stuff done. And fast. Totally. Like, we we are, how do you say, expert multitaskers, which also I'm trying to work away from that as well because uh, I'm you, trying to stay focused on one task yeah. at a time as opposed to three at a time because I'm feeling, I can see the shift. I feel it. Like, I, I'm definitely more productive one at a time mm-hmm. than doing three at a time.
0: That's However, a societal mindfulness shift now. A lot of people are saying start uni-ta- tasking instead of multitasking right. because we're
1: all over the place. Just focus on one thing. It's true. And well, I guess what I meant with that by hiring a mother because they know, we know how to multitask, it's more like we know how to juggle. We know how to get a lot done in a short amount of time and really bang things off the list. We really do. At the same time, though, I still have a to-do list that I slow together. I
0: that. always have a to-do list. Well,
1: I don't think it ever ends. I know. I it, it makes never me ends. very
0: productive, though. What is that? When I see everything I have to do, and I'll even put, yes, like, do this at 10.02 and do this at, like, 11.05. And then yes. at the end of the day, time I just blocking. so good. I'm like, I got it all mm-hmm. done.
1: Time blocking. <laughs> oh, you'll love this. Okay, so yesterday, while I was at work during my break,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I time blocked my – I have a thing I put exactly in my iPhone. It says in capital letters with the explosion emoji on either side, make no plans. I have make I now schedule make no plans in my in my calendar because I was over scheduling myself on everything including like keeping up with friends and personal goals and professional goals and I, I was like getting burning the candle at both ends it was terrible. So now I'm time blocking make no plans. And what that may look like make no plans it may be like I go get a manicure because now I do my own nails like forget it I can't even sit there and get my man, manicure. yeah.
0: They look pretty good they do. I'm to see mine. You know I'm what? getting a manicure after this. They look, they look nice and neat, though. You don't even need a Medicare. Audrey, it's like a nude color that has been on for about two months. That There's Always. like none left. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on. There. <laughs> but the nude is great because you can chip it at it. That's, that's yeah. another tip. New moms especially, don't get color on your no. nails. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just go with the nudes. Exactly. I mean, I do have one chip right here. Oh See, so yeah, I have the sparkly color for the New Year holiday. but uh. It's so crazy. So when you actually do have that R&R time mm-hmm. and you're – not with your children and you're taking that real break no work no family do you feel good or do you feel guilty or at at what point i feel like whenever i've stepped away Mm -hmm. i miss them so much so quickly i think when
1: they were younger i did feel the same way i felt more guilt but now um i think there's less of that because i feel like they are really busy doing stuff like Mm -hmm. my two older ones They're like studying. They're like doing doing stuff at school. They've also all they've also found their passions. My oldest one's a dancer. My son's really into sports right now. So I know what because even though I'm not with them, they're doing something they love. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that they're okay. You know, I don't feel like I'm missing anything um, major. You know, I make as many performances and games as I possibly can. I'm fortunate that I do have a schedule that's not 9 to 5. My schedule is very crazy, as you know. It's all over the place. However, it leaves me all different times of the day to be with my kids, which I love. Like, you know, I have two days off during the week, which is great. I do work weekends. Oh, right. People are like, oh, you work weekends. And I'm like, yeah, but it works because I'm with them right until I go to work. And then I work the night. And the, by that point, they're like over me. You know like, you know, like I'm going to work at 3 o'clock. They're done with me for the day. It's and a good point, and I stay focused on them too, because um no one I mean no one even calls me anymore, like I do not answer my phone. I don't even check anything before two o'clock when I'm with them on the weekends. It's all about them occasionally I may ch- I'll do one check of the phone in the morning like when i'm when I'm yeah, up yeah. early after breakfast and stuff like that, but I really just do not engage with the outside anyone outside of us until after I leave to go to work on it, Saturdays and Sundays. It
0: seems like you're you have a good handle on technology and how to stay off of it. how do you keep your kids off of it or how do you Ensure that they use it, particularly social media, they're of that age, yeah. the right way. So
1: many things on this one. So I – it's funny. Like my oldest is 14 now. But a couple of years ago when the social media thing started coming up and I, I have a whole group of mommy friends with the same age you know, kids and I was in, pa- trying to encourage them. Like you need to get on social media. Your kids are th- – this is their world. I have a mindset where I understand my children are growing up in a world like this is how they communicate. They're all messaging each other via Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't even text. Like the messages are coming through on Snapchat, right? There's no note writing. There's no phone calls like we did when we were like in kids in high school and things like that. So I had to wrap myself around that. And so with that, I jumped into the social media platforms. I was already on them right before she even asked me to get on it. But what the deal was when she asked me to get Instagram first – I you can do it, okay? I have the password, and everything you post has to be approved by me before you post it. And now two— reaction on, to that? My, no, she was totally fine. In okay. fact, and now she's high school, and she still texts me. She texts me the post, Mommy, can I post it? And it's, I've only said no to one— of all the ones that she's ever posted, there's only been one. I said, "No, you can't do that
0: one." And did she get it? Why you said no? Yes,
1: I explained, and I explained why. Yeah, it was just a, a position. She, it was a, It was in a series of photos, and she's a dancer, as I mentioned. So, um, dancers tend to, um, how do you say, like, be flexible? F- well, no, not that. <laughs> no, it wasn't that? It was more like they wear clothes that are a little more revealing because mm-hmm. she's constantly in a bodysuit, and right. they're very comfortable with their bodies. So, the picture that she wanted to post, I thought it, it, the way she was shifted, moved her body, and the way it was like, you know. How do you say positioned? It appeared that she wasn't wearing anything Ah. because her hair is really long. That's what it was. So it looked like she wasn't wearing anything because from her back, you can look like she was naked. (laughs) And so I explained that to her. I go, "Oh no, no, this one no because this." And she Mm -hmm. understood, and it was fine.
0: Do you do you worry that they have like the fake accounts that you can't see?
1: I'm not really worried. No, um, I know that's a real thing, and I'm not um, in denial of that. It's possible, but I trust my child, and. What's I don't know like I feel like if something major is gonna I, I feel like I you trust to your like, relationship yeah with and I, and I'm constantly talking about it you know like we this is a it's not just a one-time conversation here's your Instagram go have fun right like yes. this is a constant thing I saw this so what how do you feel about that if I see your stories in the news I'll bring it up things like that it's just a constant conversation which I think has to happen with everything in parenting right
0: I got one more for you. Obviously, you're very well-known, especially in New York. When you're with your kids and you get stopped by a viewer Mm -hmm. on the street, How how does that go down? What do your kids say?
1: They. It's funny. They react the way I did with my dad. Oh, for those of everyone listening. Tell us the yeah. story. Okay, my father, my father was Tito Puente, famous Latin jazz artist. So I grew up in an environment where my father was constantly being stopped. So it's so, and I was always like, oh. And then the thing is, I would walk my my father and I would walk away. And I'm like, Dad, who was that? Because my dad was very approachable, um, very friendly. Stopped to talk to anyone who who spoke to him, signed autographs, took pictures, whatever. And I'd always ask him, who was that? Because he always acts like he knew them, and he's like, I don't know. He's like somebody who knows. Them. I'm like, oh my god, it's hilarious, right? So. I took that with me. Thank goodness. I had that example. So now when it happens for me, I'm engaging with the people. I get it that it's a moment for them. I make it as pleasant as possible. And when I turn around, my kids are like, do you know that person? I'm like, no. (laughs) No. They're like, are you just, just really good at being nice I'm talking to them? And I said, well, yeah, that's what, you know, it's part of the job, part of the gig. And I and honestly, I appreciate that they are watching me enough that they know who I am. And sometimes I'm stopped because I'm my father's daughter, too. It's not even oh, about. Me. Yes. Like, really, especially in Puerto Rico. Yeah. When I go to Puerto Rico, it's I'm not really known as the television meteorologist. I'm known as Tito Puente's daughter. Aww. And so again, it's what it's about why they're coming to me, and so I appreciate that. And I just explain it to the kids. For the most part, they're okay with it. They, um, it's funny because especially in elementary school, and middle school, they couldn't they couldn't care less. I don't think they really still care less about. TV. <laughs> but their friends care more than they Most do. Well, that's all they
0: know. They only yes. know you as that being your job. Ditto.
1: Same thing with my me and my, me and my dad. Like yeah. it was no big deal to me, even though he was a world class, you know, famous musician. <laughs> I was
0: like, okay, you didn't act like it. No. it. You don't act like you're famous either. Yeah, at all. You're very down to earth. Thank you. I my love dad you, Audrey. Me well. Aww. <laughs> We'll go out to lunch now. <laughs> I know. That would be
1: fun. That would be fun. We have, we have, I feel like we have way more to discuss. Way more to discuss. Off
0: mic. No, I'm joking. Yeah, right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Listen to be part of the conversation with me, Brian Kilmeade. I'll talk about the biggest stories of the day and get your take along with some of the biggest newsmakers around. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the podcast at
0: briankilmeadeshow.com.